We are so pleased to say that we have teamed up with some great people. First of all, the people over at We Edition who really are the future of how things are going to be cast and how we work together as actors are offering our listeners 25% off the monthly subscription. So head over to We Edition and at checkout, type in promo code NASTY25 and that's NASTY all capital letters. Secondly, we have a brilliant offer with Backstage. For our actors, they are offering 12 months free subscription and you can get that by following the link in the description of this episode. For those of you who are casting directors, they are offering free posting of castings using the promo code PERSISTENT and NASTY, all capital letters. We are so glad to bring this to you, our listeners, and for your loyalty and your continued support. So thank you very much. Hello to you all our lovely listeners. How are you all doing? Are we bearing up all right during lockdown, um, quarantine? I mean, maybe you are in one of the lucky countries in the world and not in lockdown at the moment. And if you are, enjoy, enjoy being outside with your family and friends. Um, I'm sure for most of us, it is um, starting to great a little bit is all I can say but we all know that we are doing it for the greater good and it is the most important thing so please 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 just stay home guys um, unless of course you work for one of our essential services and if you do a million thank yous I don't think I can say it enough and won't stop saying it but to all of you whether you are a um, nurse doctor dentist, pharmacist, care assistant, um, working in a care home, teacher, uh, delivery driver, somebody who's working in a supermarket, in our pharmacies, um, and those people who are actually working in online for online companies and keeping all of our stuff, oh my god, in our Royal Mail, um, thank you so so very much, you keep us all going, you keep our food coming to us and you keep us sane and you keep us well and you are looking after us at great risk to yourself. So please know that it is noted. It is hugely appreciated. And we give you so much thank you. Thanks. Um, yeah, so today's episode, everybody, is actually from last year. It was originally recorded for a Patreon. And it was when I was down in London last May. And I, I got to sit down and chat with the lovely Lily Flynn. So that is today, today's episode. Over the next few weeks, we have a few more um, in the can, but most of our um, podcasts are obviously going to be remote because none of us can see each other, which is absolutely correct. So please bear with us if there's any sound quality issues. We are doing our best and trying to figure out things as we go and hopefully um, it will be as good as it can be. That's, I guess, really all I can say about that. Um, please take care of yourselves. As always, you can follow us on all social media. Twitter, persistent, and nope, not and, and I do it all the time. Twitter. <laughs> at persistent nasty. Instagram at persistent and nasty. Facebook, persistent and nasty. And you can always email us at persistent and nasty at gmail.com. Remember, we are running coffee mornings um, every Friday for the foreseeable. So if you want to come and have a wee chat with us, just email us. Monologue Slam closes on the 10th 
of April um, at the end of the day. So we will take your videos until midnight. So don't worry. And um, we are also still in the process of getting together our very first rehearsed reading virtually, our virtual rehearsed reading, however we're going to say it. Um, so we are currently sifting through loads of plays um, and making our final decision. And we will let you know when that's happening and put out a call to all of our actor followers. With all of that being said, I hope that you enjoy Lily and I. And what's really lovely, actually, is listening back to this episode and noticing that there are things that have changed within our industry um, in the 11 months since I recorded this. So that is a really great positive, and I hope you will find that too. Stay well, take care, stay at home, get a cup of tea. Here we go. Hi, guys. Welcome. We have the amazing Lily Flynn with us. Hi, Lily. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so we can do all the boring stuff first, and we can do, like, who you are. Okay. Oh, <laughs> who, who am I? Who are you? Good, good question. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I keep coughing. No, cause... don't be silly. Don't be silly. Um, well, I'm a London-based actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been living in London for sort of 15 years now, and I moved here to start drama school. And I finished drama school in 2007, feels like so long ago um and I've yeah been been sort of acting professionally what drama school then. did you go to well I had a bit of a weird drama school experience I went to Weber Douglas which then amalgamated with Central sort of yes. um, a year into the course so we had our first year at Weber and then our last two years at Central so it was a bit of a sort of mishmash of teachings and stuff and um wasn't wasn't amazingly handled by the powers on high but um yeah got through it and uh, you did it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> we did it we did it yeah yeah and when you say you came to London where did you come from Lily I was brought up in Wales yay, yay. uh yeah in Pembrokeshire southwest Wales where there's a lot of creative people lots of music and stuff but there's not a lot of um like theatre opportunities there um I'm lucky in the sense that I grew up in a family full of actors, um, so it was always kind of, I don't really know any other life. Um, and so I had an insight to it from there. But um, yeah, so like we didn't even do drama at my school. Like my school was so small. There wasn't, we did like sort of school plays and stuff, but that was it really. There wasn't really any outlets to to do any acting back then. I'm sh- maybe, maybe it's a bit different now because um, that was, you know long time ago um <laughs> it's not really but, good, but it's, um, 12, it's 12 years ago yeah well no it's longer god no it's longer than that for me it's fifth well i was 15 years ago I was you eight, started like, um when i started drama school so yeah and i've been 18 for like two weeks 16 years out babe there we go oh <laughs> mind blown <laughs> mad and it? still hardly any money or work guys yeah. but hey join, join the club join the club <laughs> that's the way it goes exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so what have you been up to so well i'm a bit husky today because i just i've just been doing a voiceover for um a film where i had to do lots of um fighting noises um so i've got yeah i'm a bit, I'm a bit husky because i just had to do lots of sort of some more screaming and shouting. Oh, I'll be all right, I'll be fine. Right. Sure. But that's yeah, I just want to go a bit of a husky voice. Um so yeah, I do I do a lot of um I do a lot of voiceover work, which is great. It kind of keeps me afloat when I'm when I'm not doing shows and stuff. But I I a couple of months ago finished doing um the Scottish play mm-hmm. um at the Watermill Theatre in Newbury, which was brilliant. And who did you play? So I played Banquo, which is obviously normally yes. a, normally a guy's part. And yeah. um What's great 
about the Watermill Ensemble, um, which is a company of actors who every year put on a Shakespeare. And it's kind of a lot of the same people every year. Sometimes there's a few other different people, but it's normally just a bunch of people that you know and are all your mates and you get to have fun for a couple of months on stage. And there's always music involved. Everyone's like an acting musician. But the company is always 50-50. Um, so there's always five boys and five girls. Amazing. Uh, which is amazing. But because, you know, most Shakespeare plays are male heavy, um, quite a lot of the time we have to do gender swaps. But we don't, you know, I didn't play Banquo as a man. I played her as a, as a woman, which was which was brilliant. And I've, Macbeth and Banquo have been, like, Macbeth as a play has been one of my favourites since I was a tiny kid. And mm-hmm. the character of Banquo was always one of my favourites. So it was such an amazing experience to play that part. And so great having it as a woman. It made so much sense having Banquo as a woman because, you know, it she can sort of represent the the lightness and, the, you know, it's that yin and yang of, like, aggression, man and woman kind of having the sort of, you know, sort of slightly more, like, different outlook on things and... Um, a different perspective and so it just worked the dynamic of that worked so well and we also had a female Malcolm who eventually becomes you know becomes king at the end and um Porter was was also played by a girl and um yeah so that was that was brilliant and I've, I've never done that I've never played a part that should be a guy's part before um so that was that was and how did you find that was it pretty easy just to make it female well, yeah, I mean, because we, we sort of set it in a sort of, not dystopian future, but like a, like a, just a sort of alternate reality where women, women fight, women are in the, in the army, just like the men and, and hold very high positions, just like the men. And, um, and that was the kind of world that we set it in. And I think like me as a person, because I've got, I've got lots of brothers and I've always been a bit of a tomboy and I've always... Are you the one that get old, Lily? I've got a sister, but she's she's the eldest of the five of us and then there's three boys in between but she my sister is a huge tomboy as well and always has been so like growing up you know I was never a girly girl I was always you know the films I enjoyed watching were always kind of like probably the sort of films that you know boys would like more than girls but I you know and when I because I was on my own quite a lot as a kid because I was the youngest and all the others were sort of at school and grown up and stuff and um so I'd like, you know, go off into the garden for the whole day on my own and like role play and like, just like go into my own world. But I would always be the guy, uh, you know, I'd always be like Robin Hood or like the I'd never be made Marion. I'd always be like the guy because they had the best stuff to do, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, why can't why can't girls do that as well? So, um, yeah, I was able to sort of take an element of that into playing Banquo, which was this kind of, um, you know, she's a woman and she's got that. Um, she's got that sort of womanly side to her but then she's so tough and you know she's got a lot of darkness to her as well um and it was just nice to show that like women can absolutely like embody all of those things as well it doesn't have to be the boys all the time yeah yeah good yeah how long was that job for so it was a month's rehearsal and a month's run so it's just a couple of months just a short short nice little job yeah but perfect and the water mills like the most beautiful place it's such a lovely lovely place I actually haven't been I need to go oh you should go it's great they do such great stuff there it's really like they're quite pioneering in 
I'd say that as as a regional theatre, they're definitely one of the like one of the best. And it's just you go down there, and it's like you go into this little fairy tale land. You know, it's this old country watermill, and with a river running through it, and there's ducks and swans, and everybody who lives on site has a dog, and it's just like all the, they're all running around, and it's green and lush and beautiful and yeah oh you'd love it i would love it yeah it's really lush yeah gorgeous yeah so lily you're also a singer yeah oh my god glad i'm not doing any singing today (laughs) because i really wouldn't be able to so um but yeah yeah i'm a singer um i'm in a i'm in a band with my brother Mm -hmm. and um we do a lot of touring and gigs and we make albums and a bit not as often as we used to now because my brother um, has three kids now and um, is an actor himself, so he's very busy. But um, like we're playing. At Do Boone. you want name check your band? Ah, uh, so it's Johnny Flynn and the Sussex Wit is the band, and um, yeah, we're playing at Boomtown Fair this year, which is great, really fun festival, and I think that's the only. Festival we've got lined up this summer because um, Johnny's going to be away in Canada, filming, um, film, doing a film out there. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, but yeah, but like last year we supported Paul Simon in Hyde Park, which was one of the best moments of my life because he's like my biggest hero in the whole world. I yeah. just love him, and so it's amazing. Like get, getting to do cool stuff like that and go on tour is great, and it's so different from the acting world. It's like a completely different kind of touring. Yeah. Um, but just as fun and just as hard as well. Um, but yeah, really lovely. And it's just, and it's actually nice being on stage and playing music and just being yourself and sort of having that platform to, to perform on. But um, you're just, you're just you. And Johnny does all of the singing and all of the, <laughs> all of, he does all of the main stuff anyway. We just kind of like play our instruments in the background and do a bit of backing vocals and stuff. So it's quite nice sort of taking a bit of a, back foot in that yeah yeah how do you find do you find there's a difference between being a female in the acting world and the music world yeah definitely I think um in the music world it's a lot more level pegging um because you know there's to be a great songwriter it's kind of like oh yeah people don't think about the fact that it's you know a male or a female it is still very much more male dominated Mm. very much though but you don't feel it as much um and you feel like you don't get sort of uh you know it's not yeah you, you you don't you don't feel like oh god like I'm not I'm not getting this or doing that and it's because people you know because it's like it's a lot more equal in that respect but yeah it's um I feel the acting world still has a long way to go in that sense it is starting to get better, isn't yeah, it? Very, so. very slowly, slowly, gently. I'm looking yeah. at your um, at your badges. I've got I've got one of them, the fifty yeah. fifty badge. Yeah. And the and you went? Did you go? And no, see I haven't seen it yet. So I'm going tonight to see it. You're going tonight? Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's yeah. it's just it's phenomenal. I so saw Polly it came for me to fifty fifty. Was literally just in before you. Oh really? Oh amazing! Yeah. Oh there so, we go. Did she give you the badge? No, because no. I already had it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. You I actually meant to get for a stay nasty um, badge. Stay nasty. Stay nasty. You should get one too. I actually didn't get any before I came down, so I'll send you a wee yeah. stay nasty. Yeah, badge. that'd be lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> I'll wear it with pride. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, no, it's it's great. I saw it at the Globe. I've got a few friends in it, um, and it's. It was just one of the most powerful 
theatre experiences I've ever had. It was so powerful. And it's an entirely female cast, an entirely female crew. You know, everyone who works on that show is female. And, like, that just is unheard of. Mm -hmm. That is just completely unheard of. So it's amazing. Like, And I feel like... um, uh, What's her name? Thingy Lloyd Malcolm. Uh, Morgan. Morgan Lloyd Malcolm, that's it. Um, um, Thingy. Thingy Lloyd Malcolm, it's <laughs> terrible. No, because I, I kind of thought, it is Morgan, isn't it? But then I always get her name wrong. Morgan Lloyd Malcolm has done such amazing things. Um, she's actually going to be working with my housemate, Julie. Um, Julie Atherton, who's a you know b- brilliant um, performer, actress, director extraordinaire, who's going into a lot more directing these days. And they're sort of doing like a feminist project. At oh, Melby, amazing. Actually um and so she's involved in that and um but I think everyone I know who's gone to see that show it's just comes away from it just and you know men and women um I think a lot of men's eyes open wide after Mm -hmm. seeing that show and you can't help but feel just so like fired up at the end it's oh god you're gonna love it it's so great (laughs) yeah 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 I'm excited yeah but there just needs to be more of that Mm -hmm. and um and that's why it's so great yeah my housemate Julie like she's she's so hot on this kind of thing and she's so passionate about you know um sort of women girl feminist-led projects and because it just reach can come and chat to us yeah she yeah absolutely she she is such a good person to to talk to about this kind of thing she's brilliant and she's so so passionate about it as we all are but she's really like because she's going into uh, a lot more into directing she's actually being part of of it and you know creating those projects which is which is brilliant yeah. creating opportunities and um yeah but it just needs to happen more and hopefully it will um yeah we'll, uh, do you consider yourself a feminist absolutely yes absolutely i mean i i, I think i've been one my whole life even when i didn't realize i was one um <laughs> yeah um i was really lucky to have been Brought up in a family where everyone in my family is a feminist, um, very, very tuned in um, to that kind of thing. And there's a, you know, I come from a family for the boys, essentially, yet all of the boys are very in tune with their emotions. And, you know, all of them will be always say, like, you know, it's okay to let your guard down and, you know, you don't have to man up every time kind mm. of thing. And, such a um, toxic phrase that isn't it oh god Man yeah up. it's just awful it's awful it's so awful and you and some you know like I was out the other weekend I went to see a play and you sort of hear I heard some guy like just shouting down the street to um to some woman and so, and you're just like what like what is that what is that even what does that prove or like and then shouting to like a um, like a, a guy who was you know a gay guy and just being and just sort of shouting abuse at him just for being gay and like you know oh don't be a girl like man up don't be a girl and it's just like what yeah what does that even mean, mean. like that's so it's horrific it's so horrible and and why is being a girl a derogatory thing exactly exactly yeah what is that yeah guys we push children out of our vagina yeah exactly literally without us there would be no human race exactly exactly <laughs> And um, thank God there are more <laughs> people starting to st- stand up and say that on a larger platform. And I think, yes, people are sort of starting very slowly to get the message. But, yeah, it's going to take some going to take some time still. Yeah. But we're going in the right direction, which yeah. is great. 
So you are a feminist. Excellent. Absolutely. Tick that box. 100%. Um, so being, so, <laughs> here we go. Questions on being a female performer in this day and age. Mm. What pressures do you find? Well, number one, there's just not as many parts out there for girls as there is for boys. Yeah. That's hard. That's mm-hmm. tough. Um, having three older brothers who are all actors, um, you know, they're they're all just in work so much more than I am. Um, which uh I'm of course, you know, unbelievably proud of them and so happy for them. But it's it's hard, you know, when you're when you're like, Oh, what what about me? <laughs> um, and that and literally so much of that is just to do with, with, with parts. There's just not enough parts out there. Um and I think any actress you talk to will 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 say the same thing. There's just it's all well and good, you know, having sort of a lovely girl part in a in a male heavy show. But it's like, but why can't it? Why can't there be more women heavy shows? Like, mm-hmm. why can't it just be that? Or I don't know. Like instead of I know, like recently they were talking about I don't know, like making like a female James Bond, and it's like. Well, just make just make another great film yeah. for a girl. You don't have yeah. to make the female James Bond. Like the guys can have that. They yeah. can, they can, like just people need to get out there and write more stuff. Or like or the, or I'm sure. But I mean, it's a silly thing to say because people are writing stuff, but it needs to be picked up. Um, and we're still living in this world where, you know, theatre and movies and TV. A lot of it's like action hardcore stuff and so people automatically assume that you have to have you know guys playing all those roles Mm -hmm. and it's just so not true yeah um and um yeah so that's that's a real that's really tough that's really really tough um and there's still this kind of you know old school sort of sexism that's sort of just around in in theatre land you know like I mean, I guess because I, I grew up in a family of old school actors, like, I'm very used to sort of being called darling or, you know, terms of endearment and all mm-hmm. that. And I, you know, I guess I sort of, when you see it as like, coming from a place of, you know, love and friendship, you sort of, um, you know, I, I'm quite good at just sort of accepting it. But um, But actually, there's a lot of like derogatory terms for women in the, in the theatre world that are still used today and you hear it every now and again still and like that's yeah that's not that's not fun to mm. to deal with either but um yeah and it's i guess in you know we do a lot of musical theatre um and you've got you know there's obviously there's shows out there like like wicked which is great you've got you know your main two characters are two powerhouse women yeah um and it's a great platform i think we i think wicked for girls is a great is a fantastic show um kind of flies the flag a little bit but um again just most musicals they talk about your leading man kind mm-hmm. of thing and it's like and because a lot of musicals get rehashed and put on and they're old musicals and it's always a man in the lead role and that's why like company was such a yeah such an Did amazing thing actually you know what i missed it and i'm so gutted yeah i didn't see it either but oh. my friend fraser saw it and he was like you need to get down and i was like yeah if you're gonna pay for me yeah wait. exactly well exactly it was so hard to get tickets anyway um but i um yeah so my dad 
um, was the original London Bobby. Um, well, he actually, the, the guy that played it originally on Broadway was going to come over to London and then he couldn't do it. And so my dad stepped up and played the role. Um, so it's always been a show very close to my yeah. heart. But um, when I heard that they were doing it with, with Rosie Lee Craig, as the, I was like, that is just genius. And also because so much of the play, you know, if you look at the original company show, it's like, oh, it's a guy in his in his, you know, mid to late 30s or whatever, and he hasn't settled down and every, you know, and it's like, oh, that's so boring. But like, actually, like in this day and age, you know, I'm in my sort of mid 30s now. And it's like, I guess like most, a lot of women in their 30s, we're the ones getting the, oh, what, you're not married with kids? Yeah. You're 33 and you're not married. Like, what's wrong, you know? And so (laughs) it was so, I loved that because it just brought, it made that so much more relevant. Even though I didn't see it, I'm like, that's, that's genius. That's brilliant because that, that is our <laughs> that is our struggle, like yeah. daily, basically having people sort of think that we should just because of the age we are and what we do, like that we should be times ticking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Times ticking. Your biological clock is ticking. It's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. It's like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe you don't want to have a baby. Yeah. Exactly. Why are these like? Why are all yeah. these things like put on but, us? Yeah. Like. And I, I meet more and more women these days who, who yeah, like either are having kids much later on in life or don't want to have them. And they're given such a hard time about yeah. it. And it's like, what's the big deal? Like, we can we can have kids into our 40s if we wish. Like, yeah. it's, you know, as long as our bodies allow it to happen. Like, what's the what's the big deal? It's yeah. crazy. But it's that, and it's also that thing, like, of have it getting, women getting a hard time if they say they don't want to have a kid. yeah. Like, yeah, that's your choice. Yeah, at one hundred percent. Not every not every person should be a mum. No, <laughs> no, exactly. There are people out there who should not have been mums. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. You're just like you know. I mean, I always talk about it. I'm open about it. I'm, you know, desperate for a baby. All of that. But if it doesn't happen, it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah. I'm not going to then judge another woman because she doesn't want to have one. No, exactly. Because it's her body and it's her choice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and which is why all this stuff in America is just... Oh, my God. Oh God don't even get me started. It's just horrific. It's so horrible. It's horrific. Um, I mean, that is, that is, you know, it's, it's, it's going back way, Although way, in Although, trying to find the positive on it, the young women that I teach, who, like, kind of my 15, 16-year-olds came in on Sunday uh, to class and they were raging about it all they were like Elaine can we talk about this with you and they just ranted at me and I was like great you keep that fire girls yeah don't like don't don't let that be put out don't let it be put out yeah 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 definitely definitely I mean I have to say like I've got so much faith in like um that generation me too I think they're so so much more clued up than, than like me and my friends ever were when we totally. were at that age. At um, that age, oh my goodness, yeah. Oh, oh, we knew nothing about anything back then, and you know, because we, you know, there was no social media. Yeah. Back then, thank God. Um, <laughs> but but you know, there was no nothing like that was ever talked about. There was no platform for that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I do feel like that all those kids in their kids I shouldn't say that teenagers in their late teens and like young adults and people in their sort of early 20s mid 20s 
they're all so so clued on like well like most most ones that I sort of have met and talked to and it's so brilliant and reassuring and they're also so up on you know the environment and climate so up on equality and and you know girls young girls are start young women are starting to realize that like things can be different but we've got to make it happen yeah and we we actually have the power to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this sudden like realization of like, oh wait, we do we do have a voice. Yeah. Um, and that again, it's it again. There's a long way to go, but it's it's slowly starting to happen. This like revolution. It does feel like it. Like I've said this a few times. Like it kind of feels like it's staying this time. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like yeah. we're going to have a stop again. Yeah, yeah. And I think so much of that is to do with one social media but two like celebrities getting involved you know that, yeah and it does yeah it really really helps and it's like oh the people the celebrities that are doing it it's like oh they're using their position for for good mm. you know for a purpose of good which is which is amazing and there's so many women at you know so many actresses and um just famous you know tv film music personalities yeah, who Jamelia Jamil who oh yeah oh my god I mean she is amazing I'm literally in love with her she's just incredible she's amazing and she's so articulate in the way she talks and it's just like just a matter of fact mm-hmm. and it's like yeah like you watch her her speeches and interviews and you're just like y- yeah <laughs> like, yes. I can't believe nobody else has sort of worded it like this before you know to the public like that and it's like it just takes one or two people to do that and then you've got a following and yeah people listening and young people in particular who are you know even though we didn't have when we were growing up but we're all on social media now but those guys it's like it is there they've grown up with it it's part oh, of their it's life it's totally part of their life they don't know anything how, yeah, yeah exactly and it's but it's great um and that's that's the great side of social media is you know getting messages out and getting it heard by everybody and sending it amongst friends and then sending it to more friends and more and more and more and um so yeah if that if that keeps happening then I think there's only positive things to come in the future yeah 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 any other pressures you think that we as females have to deal with um so Polly and I were talking earlier about like weight. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that is that's still a huge thing. The amount of times I have friends I mean I don't you know, I'm mainly in theatre, I don't really go up for a lot of TV stuff, but like I think it's diff- a bit different in theatre, but in TV obviously it's still prevalent in theatre, but yeah, like people a lot of friends of mine come out of auditions for TV and film stuff and they're just so blunt with them. Told mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, no, no, could never, could never give it to you because yeah, you're too big or or whatever. And it's just like, what? And you're not, and they're like the smallest person ever. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, there's, there we still have all these pressures of looking the way that you know we're apparently we're supposed to look in magazines and on screen and stuff and. There's, you know, I think still, again, the message is starting to get out there, but there's still not enough people saying, these guys in your magazines, they're all photoshopped. Like, they do not look like that. 
trust me mm-hmm. and um even just like this voiceover this morning that I was doing and like the main girl and she looks so kind of pristine and stuff but she's you you look up close and you're like she doesn't really look like that she doesn't she absolutely doesn't really look like that or if she does they I don't know or they have to go on these like mad extreme diets and regimes and yeah um oh my god yeah and I think that will always be I know that I know that that men in the acting industry do get asked to do that as well yeah uh, it's not just us but I do I mean I do think that we have there is a more there's more of a pressure on women than there is on men so much more and I did feel really bad for Richard Madden when he came out with his Guardian article I don't know if you saw this about the fact that he'd kind of said about how hard it was from like the pressure that he feels to stay in yeah. the shape that he's in. I did see that, yeah. And he like there was a bit of backlash against it. And I was like, but then you're just body shaming him yeah. in a different way yeah, from exactly. the backlash. And exactly. that's not the point. And that's all for, and that's, you know, feminism is it's all it's all gonna be equal, hasn't exactly. it? So you can't you can't do that to men or women. It's or women or men. It's 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 yeah, body shaming is is horrific and when you are someone like Richard Madden or you're someone who's been in a massive series or film and you're very well known yeah to be publicly shamed like that is like just awful it's heartbreaking um nobody should have to worry about that kind of thing when they're already worrying about trying to get a part or you know it's like yeah and and that's so much more prevalent for women um in the industry and it's doesn't help you know when you've got people like um oh, I don't know if I was just well, you know people like Kylie Jenner who like it, she's well you know I can always edit it out good luck to her she's she's the richest person in the world under under you know 30, 25, 25 or, or yeah. whatever it is you know well done Kylie well done but you look at a picture of her when she was like fifteen, mm-hmm. and a picture of her now. She does not look like the same person. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. They look like two completely different people. And now, and she's had all this work done at such, such a, a young, young age. Yeah. Such like she's what she's like twenty one or something. Yeah, twenty one, twenty two, something like she's that. She's so young, and you think like she had all that work done when she was in her late teens, and now she's built this empire, this beauty empire, on how she looks now after having all this work done, and so now all these girls. Think that they're going to yeah, yeah. think that they're going to look like that, but they don't have the money to have cosmetic surgery like she does. And like, why would you? Why would you want to? It's just, yeah, it does. It doesn't help when someone like that. And I'm sure, I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure she's got. She's very happy with her kids and life and whatever. But she's twenty two. Should be should be twenty two this year. I mean. Yeah, for someone so young to have built an empire on actually a lie, really. Yeah. She doesn't, that's not what she naturally looks like. And that does not help. It's not the makeup that's creating Yeah, absolutely not. That is not, yeah, there's there's no no makeup in the world can, you know, do that transformation, like make you look so different. And and so she's, you know, these these young girls are buying into this idea Mm -hmm. of like, oh my God, we can look like that if we, but like, but then they're just going to keep spending money and buying her stuff because they're never, you know, and it's, it's, it's so, 
yeah, that that's like yeah, the whole airbrushing thing and all of that that has to that has to go. That has to stop. It's got to be like because people want to see themselves represented in film and telly. Yeah, I believe absolutely and on stage. So we're not all the same size. We're not all the same height. We're not all the same skin tone. So let's see it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see it all because we see it in every day. So why are we not seeing it exactly. on the things that we watch? Exactly. And that's why when you do have... Like, I think the BBC is churning out such good stuff at the moment. Um, and like, well, Killing Eve. What a... What a yeah, let's give, let's give them all a little applause there. Well done, yeah. girls, and well, girls and guys, but well done, girls. Like that is a, that is such a great, great piece of writing, and it's like nobody in that is airbrushed and looks like Kylie Jenner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's all. Like I mean, obviously they're all lovely, I mean, lovely. Is yeah, well, yeah Jay, she is beautiful, beautiful, but she's but she's so you know, <laughs> but she's not afraid to get a bit of dirt on her face she's not afraid to sort of that and that's another thing i think like so many girls in the acting in the i keep saying girls so many women girls women in the acting industry are scared to look look ugly by like really going for it and making like a face when you're i don't know like say there's there's a girl like fighting and something like they they might just kind of not 100 percent go for it because they don't want to look ugly yeah yeah whatever ugly do you know what I mean they don't whereas like yeah like Jodie Comer's like not afraid to put herself in those in those places yeah. which is so brilliant and um well it's like Olivia Coleman, I guess and they're the favorite exactly exactly Olivia Coleman, and like um they, yeah there's been so like the BBC's been doing such great stuff with like normal looking real people do you know what I mean and like and I swear that's not the only reason, but one of the many reasons why those shows are so successful yeah. and stuff like um, shows like Line of Duty and, um, you know, it's all just like people who you would think like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I imagine mm-hmm. like a detective chief inspector who's a woman would look like. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's not all dolled up yeah. with loads of makeup and her, you know, everything kind of pulled back. She's just a normal looking, working woman. Yeah. And it's like she's also freaking brilliant. Oh my god, unbelievably brilliant. Yeah, well done, well done, Vicky. Well done, well done. Well yeah, done, well, well done, Vicky. Um, so yeah, more of that, please. BBC TV film, just we just like it's it's when it's real and like you said, when you feel like you're being represented. Yeah. You you buy it. You you buy it so much more. Yeah. And you can be like, oh that's that could be me or that could be you or that you know it's it's there's no unrealistic expectations totally and that's a yeah I th- yeah unrealistic ex- expectations for women in this industry is mad yeah totally mad yeah yeah are you listening people <laughs> are you listening um what's up next for you lily well just sort of back to london life now london really life. you know back to London actors' life and auditioning and like I said, yeah, this voiceover work is um is a bit of a godsend because well, I've been doing it since I was eleven for the same people. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so I've been doing it for for twenty two years, which is great. And um, 
so that's lovely and it you know a few of them a week sort of keeps me going and um my one of my big brothers does them with me all the time as well so it's really nice to get to hang out with my brother um who otherwise I wouldn't really get to see that much and um so yeah just doing lots of lots of very fun cool voiceover work and gorgeous lots of shouting and screaming and dying which is always <laughs> hilarious um and losing my voice you know um and yeah and then um yeah like I said we've got this gig in the summer so we'll do some rehearsals for that and um but yeah but sort of nothing major on the cards just yet just sort of yeah but that's the life though isn't that's it that's the life that's the life we lead yeah, yeah yeah that's it and um I know it is that horrible question as I see it and I like it's you know for the podcast I'm like as I ask this question as an actor to another actor I know what that question's like it's fucking shite question <laughs> So what's next? I don't know. I, I know. <laughs> because I know, nobody's no. employed me. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Please, if, if you're me. listening out there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, but that is it. That's, that's, that's our reality, isn't yeah. it? And actually, um, yeah, I'm sure, um, uh, yeah, if we... <laughs> the funding bodies would like to give some more money so that more work could happen. I think that would be great for all of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, more funding into into new writing. Yeah. Um, and again, and it doesn't, like, you know, it doesn't have to be just all women. Obviously, that would be great. But it's just 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 equal. That's all we're, That's what, all yeah. we're asking for. It's just 50-50, 50-50. equal representation. We're not... We're not. We don't, we don't want we rid don't, of you men. No, and we don't want to. No, we don't want rid of you men, and we don't. We don't want to like take over the world. You know, like we, it's just. It's it's. Well, I mean, we do to some to some extent, but you know, we totally. we we just want the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it is, and and that can only be done by the people on high. You yeah. know, who yeah, exactly. Arts funding and. Um, you know, even like drama schools getting in and, you know, new writing and working on stuff in drama schools that can then go on and be professional productions. Yeah. But, you know, starting life somewhere. Also, drama schools, you need to stop charging so much for your auditions. Oh, my gosh, yes. Seriously, that that has really I got mean, to change. Yeah, because otherwise it's just going to stay very elitist mm-hmm. and you're only going to get, you know, certain types of people Um over and over again over and over again and graduating and getting roles and it's like yeah again needs to be more across the board more equal diversity please yeah yeah which again is you know amazing since like uh you know me too movement and all of that kind of stuff like but there is that it is all starting very slowly to just bubble away under the surface it just needs to be out there much much more and uh people made much more aware of it and plays like Amelia are definitely helping with that um and paving the way which is great so we just need more of that please yes please yeah your ideal job Lily what would your ideal job be <laughs> <laughs> does it have to be acting no it absolutely doesn't like yeah like what that's so funny I mean Obviously, um, you know, uh, I just, I guess, I guess you'll agree with this, but I guess when you're an actor, all you want to do is just do really, really great work and consistently. Um, 
uh, that's that's the dream yeah. job, really. Yeah. But I do like you know it's such a mad mad world the 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 acting industry and I do just have this dream of and I'm a country bumpkin. I'm a to- you know and and I totally see myself going back to the country one day and just like I don't know making little soaps and herbal tinctures and selling them in a little shop <laughs> selling them in a little shop like lovely living off, like having some chickens living off the land growing my own food um, and then maybe getting a play every so often wouldn't that be gorgeous yeah that would be amazing that yeah. would be perfect but yeah. yeah I mean yeah that you know later on in life that would be lovely but yeah at the, at the moment I guess just I just just want to do good work yeah. work that I'm proud of and and have you know really proud to be in and um that's that's the dream job I guess and jobs that never last too long I always think like especially in the West End you get you know year-long contracts and sometimes people stay in shows for like years and years and years which is you know whatever's clever you know whatever you want to do is fine but me personally like I a year is like way too long for Mm. me um uh and so that's why I've never done longer than a year but um so yeah like you know a few months yeah like just lot you know and do like three or four jobs a year that last for like it's like two or three months each time and you've got a little bit of time in between to go on holiday do other work do your thing um we regroup yeah yeah exactly and i would like i'd like to write more actually well, um, please do yes submit something to us i will i will yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'd love love, to. love that yeah 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 I've, I've definitely like over the last few years got more into writing and so coming up when we put out our next call out which will be for later on in the year um which will be october um, I'll let you know what the call it is. And if you're inspired, Lily, write us something and send it. Amazing. Yeah. We'd love to. Yeah, we'd be great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lily Flynn, thank you so much for coming and talking to me. Thank you so much. I, I hope it was all... <laughs> it was all great. Useful in some way. <laughs> <laughs> you fabulous female, you. Um, yeah, no, thank you very much. It was great. Thanks, babes. <laughs> Just before you turn us off, I just wanted to let you know that our One Mere Tune closes next week. So if you're in a position to donate, please do so. Go to the GoFundMe One Mere Tune. You can find all the links in in our bios on Twitter and Instagram and it's on our Facebook page as well. And if you are a creative who is struggling at the moment, please, please, please email us at persistentandnasty at gmail.com and ask for a bread and butter fund application form. As always, guys, stay nasty. Stay at home. She's so nasty.